This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss organizational culture dilution. Organizational culture dilution is a process in which an organizational strategic vision, mission, or goals are either forgotten or just not reinforced. When an organization is young and the founders actually communicate the visions and goals for the organization, the organizational culture is strong. But when those founders leave the organization and the organization's control is passed on to either family members or CEOs or other type of managers, the organizational culture that was originally communicated by the founders may either be forgotten, not communicated, or just not reinforced. Now, organizational culture dilution may not be a bad thing in some situations. It could be a way to reconstruct an organization, restructure, reorganize, in some ways to try to evolve and change the organization for better. In some cases, it could just actually mean that the organization is starting to decline. In today's ever-changing world, many organizations have to go ahead and review their organizational culture, policies, procedures, and, and actually see if it's in alignment with today's society. A lot of companies that don't make changes to their organizational culture run the risk of being extinct. There is no better example of how organizational culture dilution can be used to restructure or create a more innovative organizational culture and organization than the 1997 partnership between Apple and Microsoft. Apple Corporation changed everything by creating the computer, the computer, the personal home computer in 1984. At the time, most people didn't even know what a computer was. It was more science fiction than science fact. And all that people knew about computers in 1984 was that it was a machine that actually filled the size of an average room. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple Corporation said, we are just in the beginning stages of what is truly going to be a remarkable breakthrough for most people. For most people, they're re remarkable as the telephone, he said. And I think if everyone that's listening to this podcast right now, many of you folks are actually listening to the podcast on an iPhone, which is basically due to the fact that Apple merged with Microsoft in 1997. Prior to the 1997 partnership with Microsoft, Apple was experiencing a decline in computer market. Microsoft's Office and Internet Explorer were dominating the desktop computer market. Apple understood to survive that they would have to make some fundamental changes to their organization. For years, Apple and Microsoft competed for dominance in the home computer market. The organizational culture revolved around the notion for Apple to win, Microsoft has to lose. Now that was a very powerful organizational culture that Apple had. 
they wanted to go out and destroy Microsoft. They saw Microsoft as as the the, the giant, and Apple was was the David. They wanted to go ahead and just totally wipe out Microsoft. In 1997, Apple knew that their days were numbered as they started to decline. They knew that they had to do something. They had to change something within their culture. They, they had to go ahead and see Microsoft as an ally, someone that can actually help them. I remember seeing the videos of that announcement where Steve Jobs, and if you get a chance to actually go online and Google this, Steve Jobs is on a stage, if you can see this in your mind, be, be in front of a large audience in this auditorium. That, and behind him was a big screen, uh, a big screen. And Steve Jobs c comes up and basically tells folks that we need to go ahead and make some serious changes. And uh, we have a partner that's going to go ahead and, and help us because we, we des desperately need some help at this moment in time. And when he decided that he's going to go ahead and introduce the partner to the all-Apple audience, and Bill Gates' face appeared on that screen, I, I would think that it was like that, that scene in The Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader tells Luke, I am your father. The shock and the dismay that probably went through the, the folks in that audience, the Apple employees, that, oh no, our arch nemesis is on the screen, was probably just like watching Darth Vader, you know, in that scene telling Luke that, that, that memorable, memorable line, I am your father. But it was a culture shock. It actually shocked the whole entire audience that prior to this Apple was just set on destroying Microsoft. During the 1997 announcement that Apple was going to partner with Microsoft, Steve Jobs was booed by the audience. Steve Jobs explained the reasoning for the partnership. Microsoft much re revolved around patents and internet browsers. One, one important decision for the partnership was the investment of $150 million in non-voting stock that Microsoft would ensure the future of Apple. I'm sure it was a give and take type of thing with Microsoft and Apple. But if it wasn't for that $150 million investment that Microsoft gave Apple, then who knows where Apple Corporation would, would have been. As we have discussed, organizational cultures are created by the vision of the founders of the business or organizations. In this case, Steve Jobs was the founder. When Steve Jobs stood on that stage in front of hundreds of his employees and said, we have to let go of a few things here. We have to let go of the notion for Apple to win, Microsoft has to lose. For Apple to survive, Steve Jobs had to change the organizational culture to see Microsoft as an ally, not an enemy. In the case of 
Apple and Microsoft organizational culture dilution was critical for the survival of Apple today. Apple and Mac computers play a major role in the educational computer industry and partnership with other companies. Another thing that also happened with Apple was the innovation side was allowed to actually explore and create new products and services. As you're listening to this podcast on your iPhone, that's one of those products and services that was actually created because of the partnership with Microsoft. So organizational culture dilution may not be a bad thing at times. Sometimes it can actually help an organization evolve and grow. And that's, that's really amazing if you really think about it. Okay, the paradox about organizational culture is that organizational culture is not permanent. It can be changed. It can evolve. It can evolve to ensure the survival of the organization. And if I leave you a tip for any change manager that's out there that has to go ahead and try to find ways to change your organizational culture for the better, what, what I'd like to leave with you is review the past, be mindful of the present, and plan for the future when establishing policies, procedures, and strategic vision for your organization. That's very important. You always got to see your organization as a living thing, as a living, as a living, living creature. You have to go ahead and evolve. And, you know, a lot of people would agree that Steve Jobs was, was a genius. You know, in reading a lot about Steve Jobs, you know, I can see he, he had vision. He can see what his organization will evolve into, but he also saw that he had to go ahead and change the culture to, to keep it moving, to keep it moving forward, keep it moving forward. That's, that's, that's incredible. I'd like to thank you for listening for listening to my podcast. I'd like to um, invite you to send me an email if you'd like. My email is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. I'd like to also give a shout out to all the folks out there in Australia that listen to my podcast. I thank you very much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.